I am a paratrooper as well. So as a para, as a fellow paratrooper, can you tell me if I can connect compression fracture back from a jump and cervical neck problems? So um, when I was a spring chicken, I was a private, so I used to be enlisted before I became an officer in the army. I was a, I was a medic, I went up to E6. And, and when I was a medic, um, I was a paratrooper in the 82nd. So um, I can tell you from a medical perspective and a personal perspective that there are certainly a lot of, um, you know, it's just a medically known fact that um, the strains of paratrooping, uh, of jumping out of airplanes, especially at the um, static line, with static line um, parachuting, um, there are definitely orthopedic injuries that happen um, due to that, right? Especially with a combat load, you're carrying a weapon, um, you know, all of these kinds of things. So um, I definitely think you should go for it. Um, I'm not certain if you're saying, you tell me if I can connect compression fracture of back from a jump and cervical neck problems. I think you're saying, can you get, can you get both of them? I would certainly um, think that would be a good case. I would, I would do um, a medical opinion for that all day long. Of course, we always have to look at, did you have post-service MBAs? Did you have post-service injuries? You know, we have to look at everything. Um, but if you're a person that's saying you have these orthopedic injuries from service, um, you know, you got injured on a jump, or even if you didn't get injured on a jump, just repetitive jumps, you know, if you were a jump master and you've got like 80 bajillion jumps, um, maybe you didn't get hurt that you recall, but just the numerous over and over again uh, stressors, right? I'm service connected for both knees and have issues with both hips, DJD and disc bulge, L4 to L5 and S1. Can you help with it? Okay. Um, so I'm not gonna talk about me because I think I love y'all, but I can, I'm definitely willing to help anybody anytime if I can. Um, but I wanna answer the first part of this question. Both knees and have issues with both hips, DJD and disc bulge. Um, so lots of veterans are service connected for their hips for, for these things, right? So I would say what is, there's a lot of literature to support the knees affecting the hips and the back. Um, I think it all just boils down to what are your risk factors, right? We always look at risk factors. I know I keep saying that, but like, um, do you have any car accidents, stuff like that? If you don't have that, um, you know, what? Do you have an antalgic or, or messed up gait? Do you walk around with a limp? Is it documented in your record? Um, you have a lot of weight gain related to your disabilities. That can also impact some stuff. Can you explain what aggravates pes planus with shot in my calf? Also bilateral service connected hip arthritis observed with limp at the end of service. Also gained 54 pounds. Um, okay, so when we talk about aggravation, we're talking about um, for these purposes, it's like aggravation of a pre-existing condition, right? So if you're saying aggravation of pes planus, um, did you have pes planus before service? Because if you did, then we're talking about how did your service get worsened by, um, or how did your pes planus get worsened, right? Because you probably went in and it was asymptomatic. So for sure, weight gain and all those things can aggravate it. So you have to show a baseline. So if your baseline is asymptomatic, and then you show an aggravation of the baseline, like now you're symptomatic and it's painful. Well, that's an aggravation, right? Um, there's a little more to it than that. Um, otherwise, is it causative, right? If you've never had pes planus before, right? And then for sure, something called your posterior tibial tendon can get worn out. And if your posterior tibial tendon gets worn out, um, you can get an acquired flat foot. So you can have a congenital flat foot and you can have an acquired flat foot. So you can, it's important to understand the difference between causative and aggravational, right? So when you say aggravation, 
Um, there's a definition for that when it when it's VA disability time. Okay, that's a good question. We just kind of went over this. Had had PES planus at entry. Podiatrist documented my PES planus as due to injury, not congenital. I'm asking and thinking about doing another IMO. I just don't understand the aggravation concept. Um. So, podiatrist documented my pes planus due to injury, not congenital. So they're saying you have acquired pes planus. We just talked about that. So, um, I guess due to injury, I would ask what got injured in your foot to make it collapse to flat, right? Um, did you have an injury to your ankle and then your posterior tibial tendon, which is what kind of uh, yanks it up and gives it the support? Did it get um, injured somehow and you have a flat foot? If that was documented in service, I think that would be, but see, this doesn't make sense because you said you had it at entry, which would lead me to believe that it was congenital, but I'm not sure. Um, so aggravation, like we talked about, if it was on your entry, it was it was documented at entry, then you would have to show how your military service worsened it, right? Because um, you can't say your military service caused it if it was on your entry, it, uh, on your 2808 or your 2807, your um, report of medical history and report of medical examination, right?